ho, ho. I'm back. It's your good buddy, the Jackknife. That's right, Jack Nicholson. This is my podcast, all right? This is my podcast. It's called Painted Jack. Feel free to relax your slacks and pour yourself a glass of what ails you and just hang out. It's a hangout podcast. We don't got no big agenda. You want to get a little crazy? That's fine by me. You can wear a crazy hat. You can check the mail in your underwear. It's legal. You got the mailbox blues? Shit. Throw that stack of bills in the trash and don't let me catch you fishing them out of there, you know? We're gonna start living. <sighs> oh, shit. Where was I? Check the mailbox in your underwear? Yeah, I, I'm done with that. Oh, hey. My audio engineer is Samantha Wheeler. She's a college student. Do I got that right, kid? Yeah, third year. You look like college material, Sam. Thank you. You go ahead and keep up the good grades, all right? Lord knows somebody ought to. I'm majoring in radio studies. Oh, yeah. Far out. They teach podcasting down there at the UCLA? No, just radio stuff. Yep. And ceramics. You guys got a Coca-Cola machine? In the cafeteria. Ain't nothing better than on a hot day pumping 50 cents into a Coca-Cola vending machine and getting an ice-cold can of Coke. Yeah. Drinking about half and then abandoning it on a railing. I like Coca-Cola so much, I have a vending machine in my home. Wow, really? That's kind of weird. I also got a cigarette vending machine inside my home. What? Speaking of cigarettes... (sighs) Come on. Come on! Are you okay? What is going on with this lighter? It was designed by happy idiots for the express purpose of denying me my goddamn God-given right to a flame. Oh, there it goes. Oh, thank goodness. Are you all better? Oh, much better. Better, better, better. Now, this part of the Painted Jack podcast is top secret for the Voice Action Guild subscribers. If you don't have security clearance, beat it. Scram. (laughs) All right, we should be safe. Mm -hmm. This weekend was intense with military intrigue at the Brimley Cinnamon and Action Ranch. Twenty green recruits doing their level best not to snafu their way into an early grave with me parked over by the farmhouse. The first casualty came in at 0700 hours. I had been napping in the cab of my medical truck with my feet on the dash to the right of the aloe plants and to the left of a dash-mounted bathing suit calendar from Glendale FCU featuring all the latest uh, swimwear trends for 82. Stripes seem to be the thing this year, as diagonal as you please. Anyway, the radio crackles on and it's Henry 2000 saying there was an injury during the horsemanship training session about two miles down a small horsey trail right off the main horsey trail and that they'd be coming in hot. Now the thing about horse injuries is that they range from minor scrapes to full-on getting a hoof through your abdominal cavity. I'm ready for just about anything. I bail out of the cab, I get into the trailer, I start warming up the plasma, and I'm flipping on lamps and scrubbing up for my first customer. Now, I don't know if I'm gonna be applying a band-aid or typing out a death certificate, and I'm wondering who took the spill. 
Some of these Voice Action Guild team members seem like they spent basic training at a hair salon, if you know what I mean, and if you don't, well, geez, just uh, have a grown-up explain it to you. <laughs> I was frantically flipping the laminated pages of the equestrian trauma binder when I hear the tractor pulling up, and no shit, I shit you not, and the wagon is that horse of Brimley's, with the old man in the driver's seat and that kid Henry riding shotgun. Where's the injured party? I cry out. Brimley does not seem to understand. Where's the fucking rider? I repeat with added emphasis and a swear. Brimley strides out while Henry leads the horse up the ramp into the truck. Wilfred explains that his horse he got spooked by a stick that looked like a snake and he had stepped into a ditch, either spraining or fracturing the horse ankle. Jesus H. Christmas list. What the hell am I supposed to do with a horse? I'm barely a medic for humans. I'm a false doctor, not a counterfeit zoo member. I stood around for some time saying stuff like for crying out loud and get real. A few minutes later, I had fashioned a brace for the animal and had administered an intramuscular cortisone shot to help stabilize the inflammation that ran from the last joint down to the horseshoe. With the total lack of x-ray machinery, there'd be no telling what the damage actually was, but judging by the horse's mood, the glossy horse coat and those big horse eyes, I'd say she was going to be just fine. Wilfred, though, was a tough act to console. He was blubbering about his solemn promise to his horse to always protect her and to provide for her horsey needs, like blankets and hay and keeping her out of danger. In all the chaos of field hospital work and being a one-man show, I had not noticed the theft of several horse uppers, a type of farm stimulant used to rile up the livestock, but which is also a bit of a party drug. Someone had slipped past the action and retrieved those pills from the glove box. The makeshift pharmacy. I knew I should have locked it. Oh my god, who? Oh, I got my suspicions. Yeah? His name rhymes with Bob Dylan. Was it Bob Dylan? <laughs> yep, that crazy Bob Dylan was out there doing horse stimulants. That son of a gun. Yeah, no wonder that singer-songwriter is such a dead-eyed shot. He's horsed out on amazing pills. Gives him all the powers of a steed with all the guns of mankind. He's got his own podcast pilot, you know. Oh, is that a fact? Mm-hmm. Roy gave it to him. He wants to go up against me? Yeah, yeah, he does. More power to him, huh? Roy says he's really thought-provoking. Let me at him. Alright. Right, honey? Yeah, okay. I'll smoke the competition. He's a very dangerous man. Yeah? Just be careful. I gotta say, I wouldn't mind being a guest on his podcast, you know. Mm. Give him a bit of a head start before I absolutely destroy him in the ratings. <laughs> Great. Oh, I'll make mincemeat pie out of him. Gross. Speaking of incredible guests, we got one for you folks. He's a-waiting in the wings. He's wearing disco loafers. You know him, you love him. The wise and wonderful Roy H. Pomeroy joins us after this commercial break. We'll be right back. Michelob brings you the seven-day weekend, California style.
California, they don't follow trends, they set them. So people out here don't wait for the weekend to have a Michelob. They enjoy that smooth and mellow Michelob taste whenever and wherever they please. Put a little weekend in your week. Yeah. Oh, lordy, lordy, we're back. Sam, you know if Roy is in the building, is he here already? His car is out there in the parking lot. Oh, great. Well, I think I hear him approaching. Good morning, Jack. I'm sorry I'm late. Oh, no problem. Just uh, slide those headphones right on. All right. Can you hear yourself through your headphones, or do you want more volume? Well, let me test this out. Okay. Microphone check. Microphone check. One, two. This is Roy H. Pomeroy. Are you satisfied? Yes. Great. Jack, I must say this. Yeah. It is my pleasure being here on your podcast as a guest. I'm so rarely a guest. Well, welcome to Painted Jack. It's marvelous to be here. Simply marvelous. Say, you don't mind if I smoke, right? It's uh, your studio, Jack. Samantha over here was under the mistaken impression that I wasn't allowed to smoke on my own podcast. Now, where would she have gotten that impression? Well, those are the rules for people like Bob Dylan and uh, Vincent Price. But for you, I say, we make an exception. You are allowed to smoke. Oh, good. Drink alcoholic beverages. Terrific. And of course, you can swear as long as it's not constantly and not done in anger. More of just a way to emphasize or create a dramatic tension. Okay. Well, fuck you. Whoa. Oh, you know Likey? My heavenly stars and ornaments. What is the meaning of this? I thought I had the right. You got that right. Maritime law. Swear like a sailor. But what did I do to deserve an F? Hey, I was just joshing you, all right? I was joshing you around town. Is that a natural fact? Just jocularity and joshing. Oh, all right. I mean you no harm. Terrific, Jack. I owe it all to you anyway. Yes, I suppose so. I just need to do a quick deep breath and remind myself I am not the host. And as my guest, you can do one of two things. You can swear up a storm or you can have some of this bourbon. All right, let me weigh my options. Swearing or bourbon? Bourbon, please. Wise choice. Sure, yes. This is a Silver Lake bourbon from Silver Lake. Hmm. Oh, my, my. That is good stuff. You do likey? Yes, I very much so do likey this bourbon. Yep. <coughs> oh, oh. I said drink it, not wear it. Oh, oh, there's a lot of power here. How do you drink it? Lots of practice. Oh, that gave me the shivers. Well, don't be a damn hero. Just set it aside if you can't handle the truth of bourbon. Jack Nicholson, I am 100% confident in my abilities to drink this here bourbon. Perhaps Pomeroy would like to have his bourbon cut with some Coca-Cola? No, that should not be necessary. It only adds unnecessary calories and unnecessary uh, flab, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, Just trying to trim away that five pounds, that five pounds of flab. It's not easy. Trouble is, of course, my wife Elizabeth is a tremendous chef in the kitchen times, and she cooks the most wonderful casseroles. Who can say no to seconds or even thirds? Uh, Confidentially, if you ask me, skip the thirds. Have some bourbon. All right, down the hatch. Hey, slow down. This ain't no damn bourbon race. Oh, jeez. Delicious. 
Alright, I'm putting the bottle away. Oh, I thought this was a hard-talking, hard-drinking, super-duper smoking podcast. It is. Perhaps, Jack, you would be so kind as to top off my bourbon glass just a touch more of that bourbon stuff. Oh, jeez, Roy, I don't know. I really feel that this bourbon is imploring some sort of magical skills to me. I feel like a million dollars. Would I please give me some more bourbon now? Sam, what do you think we should do here, honey? Top him up, see what happens. This young lady speaks the truth. Well, Jack Nicholson, I own the Voice Actors Guild Studios. Right. And I am your commanding officer. True. And I can order you to pour me another finger of bourbon, and I won't do it. I want you to do this on your own volition. Ah, jeez, quit twisting my arm. Here she comes. Righteous. Oh, good gravy. <sighs> Impressed? We're going to be peeling you off the ceiling in about half an hour. Jackknife, check this out. Say what? I am completely sober. That's impossible. I saw you drink a whole glass plus one finger of bourbon. Oh, yes, you did. So how are you stone cold sober? Before I entered this studio, I took an anti-bourbon pill, which allows me to drink infinite amounts of bourbon. Oh, yeah? With no ill effects. No shit. I'm as serious as a parking ticket. That's incredible. These anti-bourbon pills convert the bourbon into harmless interior milk within the human body. I tell you, you're a master illusionist. It comes in handy when posing as a millionaire gambler who likes bourbon. Oh, you fooled me. It's a bit of a party trick, but you can use it when you're doing spy stuff. Sam, it looks like we're talking shop again. Can you put it in the notes that this all has to get bleeped out? Sure. All right. Now that we're in bleep town, I gotta know, what is Operation Tasty Freeze? The boys are all talking about it. Sure. Operation Tasty Freeze is a conspiracy perpetrated by the Mike Curb congregation under acting vice sorceress Karen Carpenter to plunge the island nation of California into a new ice age. These refrigerated fascists intend to rule the land with a frosty fist using a stockpile of secret ice and stolen mirrors. And that's all we know. Thanks, Roy. We'll be right, Jack. Right now, you can fly from all three Bay Area airports to Burbank for only $29. So catch our smile on PSA. You know, some people may try to tell you that drinking milk isn't cool. I happen to like milk. It's one fast food that's also a natural food. And you know, you can drink it any time, day or night, without it getting heavy on you. You know, I like the way I feel about myself after drinking it. And let me tell you one thing. If you still don't think that drinking milk is cool, it hasn't cut into my action one bit, if you can dig that. See, I'm drinking milk for good. are back, baby. We're back with Roy H. Pomeroy in the studio. How you doing, buddy? Oh, quite well, I should say, thanks to my anti-bourbon pills. So tell me a little bit about yourself, Roy. Are you, uh, are you a Beatles or Stones guy? Well, I guess you'd have to say I'm a Beatles man. Although I came to it rather late in life, I was certainly not involved in the Beatlemania riots. 
Oh, God, the fires. Yeah, there were fires, there were earthquakes. And look, Roy, don't get me wrong, I'm a Stones man, but did you see all that trash after their show at the Civic Center? Jeez. Holy mother of pearl, there were wadded up set lists, Snickers wrappers, there were styrofoam cups. I just can't see my way to condoning that. Passionate fans of those devilish, hard-rockin' Rolling Stones and the melodic gentlemen of the Beatles, if you can hear the sound of my voice, you must keep the island nation of California very clean all the time. Please and thank you. Hey, that counts as a PSA. Now I don't gotta record one this week, Roy, so thank you. If I may be so bold, what was your PSA, Jack? Uh... Let me review these notes. Sure. Says, uh... People, you know, like mental, mental cases. The Island Nation of California, Department of Mental Cases? Yeah, the INOC DOMC. Don't shortchange those folks, they're crazy. Oh, yeah. It would be in your best interest to read it. Okay. Sam, perhaps you have some insanity music. Yes. Thanks, Sam. Did you know that mental cases make up practically half of all cases? I mean, we're talking 49% out of 100. Hey, pal, can your business afford to put about half of your job applications into the old circular file, as they say? Best start fishing them out of the trash, because it's illegal to discriminate upon being a head case. In fact, some of the hardest working people in the agricultural fields, computer industries, and even academia are constantly battling the devil in their own minds. Take smarts to outwit the great deceiver, so hire a crazy guy. Heck, you might even be one. Brought to you by the Island Nation, the California Department of Mental Cases. The Roy H. Pomeroy Podcast Network. Well read? Thanks. Tremendous work. I try. A marvelous tour de force. I used to be an A-list actor. Oh, it's at times like this, I wish I was the host so I could ask you about your film career and your movies and your television programs. No, nice try, Roy. Ain't happening. No? I'm a podcaster now and a doctor. Well, certainly you don't blame me for trying to bring up your film career. A water under the bridge. Oh, what about a, a, a film in which you play a doctor? Would you discuss that? Did I play a doctor? Yes, I seem to recall you were in a film in which you were a doctor and you were trying to cure this uh, fellow with very puffy hair and he has a problem with hearing and the sight and he was also unable to speak. Oh, right, Tommy. I was in a film called Tommy based on the Who's rock opera. Yes, and you sang a wonderful ditty to try to get this young man to come out of his shell, so to speak. Right, this all coming back to me. Did you end up curing that? young fella I never saw the end of the film well I did see the end of the film and I'd be damned if I could tell you what the hell that thing's about it's just a bunch of who music right so royal buddy old pal how are the ratings for the painted jack podcast well the latest numbers are in and you are sitting pretty my friend right you are currently the number two podcast on the Roy H. Pomeroy podcast network 
flipping great. The trends are looking good. Your first episode is up a 0.5 sharing distribution and subscriptions are way up. Hot dog. It's just clouds and birds where you're headed. So you're number one, right? Right, flagship. What, what are some hard numbers? Give me something I can chew on. It's a bit of an apples and oranges situation. I'm a big boy. I can handle it. If you don't mind the taste of apple and citrus in your mouth at the same time, I'll let you know. Listen, for the first batch of episodes, Henry has taken old recording sessions that we were doing for clients, and this predates our podcast, this predates our radio show. It was just a Henry rolling tape on recording sessions. Right, no shit. And all that goes to tell you that we had banked an awful lot of content. Yeah. And the subscribers, Jack, they went crazy, and they told all their friends to subscribe to the Roy H. Pomeroy podcast. So what's the score? I have 5,000 and you have 150. Oh, for crying out loud. We have to take a break. I know, jeez. And now for something completely different. Jack in the Box introduces the hot beef and cheese supreme. Let's compare ours to McDonald's. Okay. okay. Ours has hot beef melting with Monterey Jack. With more beef and more cheese. Yeah, but... Mm, and lettuce and tomato on a Kaiser roll. Yeah, but... For a completely unique taste. Yeah, but you were going to compare it to McDonald's. Can't. They don't have one. The new hot beef and cheese supreme from Jack in the Box. There's no comparison. Whoopty freaking do. Painted Jack is back. Would you like another take? A little bit more enthusiasm? Oh, my apologies. Painted Jack is back, baby. Much improved. Yeah. Look, a little friendly podcast advice from the man who invented podcasting. Yeah, I'm all ears. Always be very confident. Jack, are you always going to scratch your neck after you say something? You're going to give yourself a rash. Oh, yeah. It's a bit of a nervous habit. I like to scratch the back of my neck after I say something. It's a habit I picked up in the Navy. Right. They call that minesweeper scratch. I'm working on it. I'm working on getting rid of all my bad habits. Such as, Jack? Indoor motorcycle riding. Go on. Uh, interrupting people's tennis games over at the court. <laughs> you interrupt people's tennis games, Jack? Yeah, I don't know what it is, but if I get a glass of something in my hand and I see a tennis game in progress, I'll just go out there and make myself at home. Maybe sit down. Oh, my goodness! And if I'm leaving a restaurant and I happen to walk by some fancy couple, I might just steal a fry off their plate and give them a wink. Why, I never! I always. Ways. Any bad habits on your end of the spectrum, baby? Oh, I don't know. I take a perverse pleasure in driving the exact speed limit. Yeah? Even if the fellow behind me seems to want to drive uh, quite a bit faster. That's uh, that's punitive, man, and that's mass punishment. I don't know. I, I guess I could drive a little bit more loose, but I just like playing by the rules. You ever kill anybody? Uh, none such persons as that I'm aware of. Ever toss a lit match into the gorilla enclosure at the zoo? One time. Really? Yes. It was an accident. How so? I was trying to light a zoo candle. I think we should wrap it up. All right, bye, Roy. I'll talk to you later. Okay, Jack, I'll see you at militia practice, all right? Don't be late. Well, it appears we've come to the end of yet another episode of Painted Jack with me, Jack Nicholson. 
Painted Jack is a production of the Roy H. Pomeroy Podcast Network, and our guest was Roy H. Pomeroy himself. My college intern running all the audio stuff from her glassed-off control booth was Samantha Wheeler. If you see her around town, give the old gal a high-five, would you? We were sponsored by Milk and Crazy People. How about that? milk I tell ya I never drink the stuff alright it's for children's it's a children's beverage I get all the calcium I need from uh, another source I get calcium powder I mix it with some rye I serve it in a hot pewter goblet it makes for a nice holiday goblet for your guests at your holiday parties oh where the hell are those disclaimers Uh, Yeah, here they are. All super secret information regarding the Voice Action Guild is copyright 1982 and may not be overheard by enemies or fall into the wrong hands, so help us the lords. A very special thank you to the Glendale Federal Credit Union for providing uh, bathing suit calendars. Thank you to Peterbilt Trucks of Glendale, California. They got the finest 18-wheelers on the road. I mean, you ought to see these cabs. It's like a little motel room on wheels. Call in, ask for Pete, he'll set you up. Pete did a hell of a job on my cab. It's like a little dining car off a train. I got pop-out trays. I've got cup holders, all right? I got a microwave oven. I got a color TV. Say, we got a little bit more rain in the forecast, so everybody drive safe, all right? Other weekends, I jackknifed my truck on the Hollywood freeway near Sunset and held up traffic for nearly an hour. A lucky day for me, an off-duty mechanic from Peterbilt of Glendale happened to be on his way home and saw that I was pinned against the overpass and he had me out of the ditch and back on the road with a jiffy. Special major heavy special thanks to Burbex by Pfizer, the only anti-bourbon pill you'll ever damn need. Guests of Painted Jack receive no monetary compensation, but may receive a gift basket. I think you're gonna like this basket. It's got a bunch of Easter grass filling in, and there's a pack of smokes, some blended Southland whiskeys, got some tapes, the Maneater single, uh, Twilight Zone by the Golden Earring Band, all killer shit, no filler shit, and there's some uh, loose chips. Can I try some? Yeah, you earned it, honey. Go ahead. Go have some chips. Mmm. Crunchy. Yeah. Thank you for running the soundboard, young lady. Thank you for being such a lovely host. Alright. Take care, everybody. Take care and drive safe. Bye. Bye. Good evening, everyone. Jess Marlowe is on vacation this week, and Marsha Branwin joins us tonight. It's going to be another wet one here in Southern California tonight, and when the rain comes down, the sandbags go up. Our Victor Vasquez says people are getting ready just in case. The rain slickened streets throughout the Southland tonight, causing hazardous driving conditions. This jackknife truck on the Hollywood Freeway near Sunset tied up traffic for about an hour on the southbound side at about 8 tonight. 